Hey everyone, Matt Williamson. This episode is brought to you by Live Casino. Folks, football season is here and Live Casino is where FanDuel Sportsbook, America's number one sporting app, comes to life. Step up and place your bets as our self-service kiosks or with a sportsbook representative. Then cheer on your team and catch every heart-pounding moment of action on our huge 40-foot video wall. Bet, watch, and win at Live Casino Pittsburgh. Route 30 at the Westmoreland Mall. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Going to dig in the first half of all kinds of nuggets when the Steelers have the ball. Second half of the pod is going to be when Miami has the ball, as we often do. I um, wanted to tell you my article is live. It went up Wednesday. I'm recording this on Wednesday. I always record the day before. Um, focused around Cam Hayward, Larry Joby. I think you'll enjoy it. Lots of good feedback from you guys. Much appreciated. Let's dig right in here. You guys know I'm a big fan of EPA per play. Steelers offense ranks 26th. Uh, in the passing game, they're 27th. In the run game, they're 22nd, which might surprise you that they're not lower. But there's a lot of bad run to offenses out there. Uh, Miami's defense overall is 28th. They're 29th against the pass, but 6th against the run. There's a lot of opportunities to throw in this game. Um, Steelers have an a- This is going to shock you guys. Steelers have an average depth of passing target 8.9 yards downfield. The only teams targeting their receivers deeper downfield are the Saints, Falcons, Bears, and Ravens. I think there's a lot of criticism that they don't throw the ball down the field. Stats don't show that at all. Um, Mitch Trubisky and and Kenny Pickett each average 6 yards per attempt. Trubisky has thrown 78 passes compared to 55 from Pickett. Pickett's average depth of target is 7.9 yards downfield compared to 10.2 by Trubisky. I do know there's a Hail Mary in there, but that's only one of 78 passes. Um, In terms of yards created per route run, this is my favorite stat for receivers. Uh, Here's where the Steelers add up. George Pickens is best, 1.35. And as a judge, we'll talk about this with Tyree Kill, who's astronomical in this regard. You may remember last week, like Mike Evans was over two yards per route run. That's really good. Over two is a really good barometer. Sears are pretty low. I mean, Pickens is at 135. Deontay is at 1.31. Claypool just went over one. He's at 102 after last week. Not real great. Not their fault, but not real great. Uh, Deontay has five or more catches in every game this year, except for one. He is, this isn't, this is sort of interesting of where he is. He's eighth among all wide receivers and targets this year, but only 32nd in receiving yards. So with Pat Fryermuth inactive last week, the Steelers, Steelers used Zach Gentry on 42 snaps and Connor Hayward for 30 plays. Uh, Fryermuth, though, this is really interesting to me. Fryermuth has been targeted on 25.2% of his routes run. Only Mark Andrews has a higher target percentage than Fryermuth amongst NFL tight ends. And... Miami allows a league-high 81.2 catch rate to opposing tight ends. Friars Moose's health is key for this game. Um, overall, Miami gives up 7.9 yards per pass attempt. Only the Lions, Seahawks, Vikings, and Titans are worse. Uh, in ter- terms of total yards after the catch this year, Pittsburgh sits at 28th in the league. I think that's a big reason why the receivers' yards per route run is so low. Um, last week, Najee outsnapped Warren 44 to 20. However, on 34 Steeler dropbacks, Harris only ran a route on 17 plays. 
Warren ran 12 pass routes against the Bucs, even though he was more than doubly outsnapped. So see where they're going with that. Um, this is disheartening. Harris is generating 55.8 yards from, from scrimmage per game. That's 39th amongst all NFL running backs. As a rookie, Harris was getting 4.4 catches per game for 27 and a half yards. This year, he averages two and a half receptions per game for just under 12 receiving yards per game. Drastic changes. Eight different Dolphins have recorded a sack this year, but no one on the team has more than two. But if you look at quarterback knockdowns, Miami's is 30th in the league. Christian Wilkins is one of my favorite players in the league. Good guy to watch here. Leader, tough, foundational Dolphin. Be a wonderful stealer. Uh, he's playing over 94% of the snaps for the Dolphins this year. Not only is that a really high number for any defensive tackle in the league, but especially one that plays their home games in 100-degree heat all the time. I mean, this guy's a stud. Collectively, the Steelers' wide receivers have 88 rushing yards, and that factors in Steven Sims' only carrier that went for minus 5. So a pretty high percentage of their rushing yards are coming from wide receivers, as well as quarterbacks. Only 29.8% of the rushing attempts against Miami this year have gained five or more yards. That's second best in the league. So they've done really good at limiting the big runs. Probably why their EPA is so low against the run. Uh, the Dolphins are giving up on average 8.8 .8 points in the fourth quarter of games. Only four teams are worse. I wonder if some of that has to do with playing in the Miami Heat for them as well. Just fatigue on both sides for both teams. That's a possibility. This one's kind of yucky from a Steelers perspective. This would be the last one for the offense. Just 12% of the Steelers' drives end with a touchdown. That ranks 30th. Blech. There's a lot of bad offenses out there right now, too. All right, we're going to take a little break, and we're going to talk about when Miami has the ball, mostly with the assumption that Tua is going to get the start here. Okay, back to EPA per play. Miami's offense is 12th overall. They're 9th per dropback, but only 23rd in rushing EPA. The Steelers' defense right now is 23rd overall in EPA. Against the pass, they're 16th, 27th defending the run. Um, last week, between Skylar Thompson and Teddy Bridgewater, the Dolphins threw for 385 yards. Um, of those 385 yards, 306 of them went to Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. It's insane. They were targeted 25 times combined. Hill has at least a dozen targets in four of his six games in the Dolphins uniform. Well, this is insane. Last week was Hill's eighth career game with at least 10 catches and at least 150 yards. That is the most in history for a player in his first seven seasons. And he's gotten at least 150 yards in half his games played for the Dolphins. He just got there. It's insane. Um, some more crazy Tyreek stuff here. His 701 receiving yards leads the league. Okay. Uh, Waddle isn't far behind at 533. That's fifth most in the league. Hill has 287 yards on passes 20 or more yards downfield. That's the best in the league. 
At his current pace, he would finish the season with 1,986 receiving yards, just under 2,000. I and mean, that's what he's on pace to do right now. Stick with me on this because I know yards per route run and some of these numbers can be hard to digest. But what Hill is doing from a yards per route run figure is historic. So of all the receivers in the league with at least 10 catches, that's just what I use for a qualifier, Hill's 3.61. Remember I told you two is good? He's at 3.61 is the very best. I mean, Stefan Diggs is a distant second at 2.85. Waddle is at 2.69, which is tremendous. And it's almost a whole yard behind Tyreek. So I'm going to put that into further perspective. And again, stick with me. Hit rewind if you have to. Since 2013, that's when Pro Football Focus started charting these, I assume. There's been 830 players running at least 150 routes through the first six weeks of the season. That's just how they picked for, you know, as a cutoff. You know, one guy's running two routes that have a yards per route run of 20 with one catch. So only 11 of those 830 players have averaged at least three yards per route run. None have been higher than Hill's 3.61. Unbelievable. That's double league average during that front. More than double league average during that time. As you can imagine, Miami's passing game leads the NFL with seven completions of 40-plus yards. When you have those burners, that absolutely adds up. They're scary dudes. Um, This is scary, too. (laughs) On average... The wide receiver position generates 210 and a half receiving yards per game against the Steelers. I mean, the Bills obviously had a lot to do with that, but it, it still existed. It still happened. That's the most in the league. Um, some Tua numbers here I think are pretty interesting. I assume Tua is going to start here. He's played about half the snaps as most starting quarterbacks in the league but he's still second in quarterback EPA, just ahead of Pat Mahomes, just behind Josh Allen. Allen, Tua, and Mahomes are way above any other quarterback in the NFL in EPA right now. So maybe you say, I don't give a crap about EPA, Williamson. Well, how about ESPN's QBR? Well, Tua's got a score of 80 in QBR. That's first. Allen's at 75.5. Mahomes is at 74.1. Again, two is at 80. Um, The Steelers allow 7.5 yards per pass attempt. That's 25th in the league. Uh, Here's one promising thing is they only allow one one touchdown all year to opposing tight ends. They do use Gusecki um, near the goal line. He had a big day touchdown-wise last year, but he's really a part-time player for them. I mean, everything goes through Hill and Waddle. Um, Buccaneers only rushed for, let's talk a little bit about the run game here, something that Miami struggles with, and maybe the Steelers run defense is improving. I mean, they held the Bucs to just 75 yards last week. Um, only the Rams and Bucks are producing fewer rushing yards per game than Miami. Notice we didn't say the Steelers there at the bottom. Um, Raheem Mostert is now dominating the Dolphins backfield. He has 309 rushing yards. That's 220 more than anyone else who's Chase Edmonds right behind him. Um, After Edmonds, no other running back even has 10 rushing yards through six games. Uh, Last week, Edmonds just got 11% of the rushing attempts. The week before that, it was down to 4%. So, I mean, it's really all Mostert carrying the football. Um, Miami's 31st in the NFL in rush attempts per game. 
and only about 30% of their rushing attempts have gained at least five yards. That's also 31st in the league. Um, on average, I find this interesting. I assume a lot of it's Patriot-Browns related as well as end of Buff- Buffalo game. Um, Pittsburgh's opponents are handing the ball to their running backs 25 times per game. That's the third most in the league. However, running backs, I'm not talking about end arounds, quarterback runs, are only gaining slightly over four yards per carry. And that's seventh best in the league against the running back position. Um, I only, Miami only co- converted four of 14 third down attempts last week. That's exactly what the Steelers held Tampa Bay to as well in week six, four of 14. Uh, as you probably know, Alex Highsmith is the current NFL sack leader. He, he has more than half of the Steelers' dozen sacks at 6.5. Cam Hayward is the only other Steelers defender with more than one sack. Four and a half of Highsmith's sacks have come on the road. Uh, the Dolphins' quarterbacks were sacked six times against Minnesota. So this sets up well for him, uh, especially if Teron Armstead doesn't play. That is a huge key. They had little left tackle last week. Oh, boy, is he bad. And their left guard, Eichenberg, the dude out of Notre Dame, who Cam will get a lot. Oh, he is bad too. And they're really bad at picking up stunts and blitzes and things like that. So um, just just to rewind a little, these teams are built very different with their pass rush. I mean, the Steelers are getting big chunks from two guys, mostly Highsmith, where the Dolphins are getting it from a variety of players. Nobody has more than two sacks on the Dolphins. All right, back to Steelers defense. This bothers me. On third and fourth downs, Miles Jack has played exactly 50% of the snaps. He should be out there more, but, I mean, I don't know, is that a you know a good time to rest him situation? But here's what bothers me, and I bring this up all the time. Robert Spillane has been on the field for 87.5% of third and fourth downs. Yuck. I can't condone that at all. Um, Dolphins are averaging just 2.2 points scored in the first quarter, but they give up, but they put up eight points on average in the fourth quarter. So starting slow, ending fast. Again, maybe that's a heat exhaustion thing to the opponent. Could be. I mean, they're an odd team in terms of weather. Uh, on average, the Steelers opponents begin their drives on their own 31.3 yard line. I know that's really nerdy. Sorry, but. Think about if you're the defense and the offense always starts on the 31-yard line. Only the Saints' defense begins with worse starting field position. This stuff matters, man. I mean, when you people that reference points per game, all those type of things allowed, well, if you're giving them a first down before they even get started, it gets a lot harder. Um, two more little nuggets here. How about this? Miami, they're 3-3, three and three, has trailed on the scoreboard for 71% of their offensive snaps. That's the third highest percentage in the league. Last little Tua note here. Uh, when Tua is Miami's quarterback this year, they're converting 47% of their third downs. When it's one of the other two, it's just a 29% of their third downs. He makes a difference, folks. So that is a wrap. Check out my article. Uh, I thought it was a good one. A lot of good feedback from you guys, as always. Much appreciated. We'll be back tomorrow to wrap up uh, Steelers-Dolphins prep week. Feeling good about this game. See ya.